Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our third quarantine edition of the podcast. I'm here with Elisa and Heidi. Hello. And um, as we all know, we cannot be in person, so we are doing something creative um, and recording our podcast from our own secret little hiding spots throughout our house. Heidi has her (laughs) blossom, so she's lucky there. I'm in my closet office. Um, We're just trying to find a little space that we can kind of dedicate to. uh, I'm just just sitting in my walk-in closet. (laughs) No no office here, just sitting. I've turned my walk-in closet into an office, so we call it the closet office. Um, (laughs) So fun. So today's episode, we are going to be chatting about, this is a really big one for our little guys, for our toddlers, for our preschoolers, for our school-aged children, and it's all about cleaning up, tidying up. Mm -hmm. Especially right now where you are home with your children all of the time. And I'm sure, like everyone, you're experiencing a lot of little messes around the house. Yeah. Everywhere you look, there's a little mess around the house. So we want to give you some tools so that you can start working with your children to um, get them a little bit, get them accountable and have them learn how to clean up a little bit and tidy up their own messes. Yeah, absolutely. they can do it. Yeah, they can do it. And this is something that we, if we start young and we start working on it and taking that, putting that work into it as they're younger, it's going to be a lot easier as they get older. My whole parenting is like, what can I do now that's going to help me when you guys get older? And this is one of those things, right, is is tidying up and cleaning up after themselves. Not only are we teaching them, you know, that, that confidence in themselves and being able to tidy up and that kind of stuff, but we're also, it, it, we're also teaching them being part of a family. We all have our jobs. We all have our pieces of what we have to do. And, and if we're going to play with the toys, our job is to pick up those toys. Yeah. It's a life skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you don't know how to manage tidying up, then you become an adult who just has, I mean, I have things all over my house, but <laughs> that's, you know, like. <laughs> I'm the boss. What so does not matter? <laughs> exactly no no not at all it makes them a good um you know employee colleague relationship partner yep yeah this is all parenting right what can we do now to make sure that they are functioning um adults and and helpful citizens as they get older also helps them be successful right getting yourself organized um yes you know, putting your things back when you're done with them so that you know where they are next time. That's a big thing to have as a successful adult. It is. I think my husband's missing that piece. He tends to not be able to remember to put things back in the same place, but but we're working on it. (laughs) Creating creating special little spaces for him within the house. Sometimes parent or partners. (laughs) <laughs> so that his hat always goes to the same place otherwise we oh spend gosh. five to ten minutes where's my hat did you see my hat did anybody see my hat yeah um, but yeah so, it. <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly so so and that kind of is our first little step having a place for their stuff 
whether it's labeled, whether it's, you know, like the, the nine bin storages, if you have yeah. bins, like having labels, having pictures, have a space for the toys to go. Everything. Yeah. yeah. So it's up to you if you want everything in one bin. Um, I prefer to have bin, a bin for everything. So Lego has a bin. The dinosaurs have a bin. The, you know, doll clothes have a bin so that we know that when we're tidying up, everything gets put back into its right bin. And of yeah. course, that takes work to show them where everything goes. But I just find it relieves so much of that anxiety and that stress and that overwhelm surrounding cleaning up when everything has its proper spot. Yeah. Also really great as a pre-math, pre-literacy skill, sorting. Yeah. Sorting, classifying, that is helping them uh, ready their brain for that. Like here at Blossom, we have a bunch of open shelves with baskets on them. And when we tidy up the toys, often the parents will be like, do the blocks go on this shelf? I'm like, it doesn't matter. Empty shelf. They go in a basket and they go on a shelf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. The so, next, yeah, so the next part with um, when we're talking about the playroom and toys is, and this is a big one, is how many toys they have yeah. in their yes. space. I, this is, a, this is um, not a mistake because it's, it's just something we all kind of have to learn. You, um, you just accumulate toys as your child grows, yes. right? Birthday parties, they're given toys, they're given things. You you know, they're interested in something, you get them little things here and there. And yeah. that can very quickly accumulate into lots of toys. Yes. And then you come into a playroom or a bedroom or a play space that is just overwhelming with toys. And for our little guys, it is too much. Well, even for us adults, it's too yeah. much. Because if you think about it, if you've got, let's say you have a desk full of paper, and it's just all scattered everywhere. You're looking at that desk every day and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I have to clean this desk up. I don't even know where to start. There's so many papers yeah. everywhere. Yeah. What about clothes and laundry as well, right? Like you're putting your laundry away. If it's scattered all over your bed, you're just like, oh my goodness, I don't know where to put all this stuff, right? Or if there's no room in the drawers. Yes. They're so full. True. Yeah. That yeah. becomes very overwhelming. And what happens? We tend to leave it because we look at it, we become overwhelmed, we don't want to clean it, we walk away, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. the same thing with our children. They become overwhelmed. But instead of walking away like we would or strategizing how we can make this a little bit easier, they go into full meltdown mode because that's yeah. the only way that they know how to express themselves, right? They mm -hmm. can't say, mom or or dad or whatever they can't say there are too many toys here i don't know where everything <laughs> goes right like maybe towards eight nine years old they start to be able to recognize that and they're they look at it however before that age that's when you get a lot of that resistance of i don't want to clean up no i don't you know or you're telling them to do it and they're just yes. not doing it because yeah. there's too many things they don't know where to start 
Yeah. Yeah. It makes a big difference for tidying up and too many toys makes a big difference in the type of play you're getting as well. The Absolutely. too many toys, you're just getting a toddler, especially a toddler who's just going to come in and dump everything. Oh, yay. This is fun. Yay. Dumped. Oh, look at this over here. Dumped. Oh, look over this. Oh, look at the puzzles thrown on the ground. And now we just have everything out and it's and that's the it's like that precursor to this giant mess is just we have too many toys it causes this big mess and then that big mess causes the overwhelm with trying to tidy up so it's kind of like this domino effect yeah yeah they don't they don't have quality play because there's just so many things for them to go and i've seen this firsthand even at my own place when i used to have a home daycare yes um, there yes. were times where i did recognize okay i've got too many toys out and the way that i recognized this was because the little toddlers were just walking around the room dumping everything out <laughs> one by one by one and nobody was playing with anything they yeah. were just dumping it we do the same thing right that um, junk drawer gets overflowed and then we're like, that's it. I'm cleaning it out. Or the Tupperware drawer gets overflowed. Okay. That's it. We, okay. We don't need this. We don't use this anymore. Let's get rid of that. This doesn't have a lid. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to, if you, if you find that you have too many toys, you don't have to get rid of things if you're not ready to part with some of them. But what we do suggest is putting a good portion of them away and then switching toys every week, especially during a time like this where, yes, you know, you want to keep your children entertained. What you can do is, you know what? They haven't really been playing with the Duplo very much lately. So I'm going to pack up the Duplo. I'm going to put it into a storage container or whatever, a bag, wherever you decide to put it. You put it away in a storage room for a little bit. If you take that out in two weeks from now, your children, it's going to be like Christmas yep. morning. You know, <laughs> they are going to look at that and they're going to sit down and actually play with the Duplo again. And then you're getting that quality Duplo play. Yeah. Toys tend to lose their novelty very quickly with young little ones. So that rotation of them, uh, yeah, saves a whole lot of challenges during the day for us. I yeah. find like I could get such quality play with five, six toys out versus here's a giant playroom. Yeah. yeah. So my son is really into his dinosaurs. Those tend to stay out all the time. Yeah. But we've got Duplo and then we've got magnetic blocks and then we've got foam blocks. I used to have a home daycare. So yes, I do have a lot of toys in my home. They are not all out at the same time though. So sometimes what I'll do is I'll, I'll put some things away and I'll just take out the foam blocks for him to play with his dinosaurs and help build towers for his dinosaurs. When I see he's no longer interested in that and he's not really playing with it anymore, it's just sitting in that same bin on the shelf, I will now take out maybe the Duplo instead and I'll put those blocks away for a couple of weeks and just rotate those toys. Yeah. It helps so much. It really does. And just, you know, if you're an A-type personality, reducing some of that clutter, feels so good yeah it does i love it the toys are all out it's not even as overwhelming anymore to pick up it doesn't take as long to clean up it's not such a hassle oh you've reduced your fights them. yeah yeah like it takes just so much less time to to motivate them to clean up yeah so one, now okay oh. go ahead elisa no you go ahead okay one trick i like to use is when i have a little one um who doesn't want to participate 
is I say, okay, I'm going to put away all the blue ones. What color do you want to put away? And so like I've given them the illusion of a choice yeah. and while and they're still deciding, I'm like looking, I'm like blue that goes in here. Oh, here's another blue. And they're like, Oh, she's beating me now. Um, I'm going to do green and yellow. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. And that's a really good way to motivate them. We do want to motivate our children to, to want to do these things. Mm -hmm. We usually have some motivation as well when we want to clean up. The way that it feels for us when our house is clean is really great, right? But for our children, motivating them by making it a little bit fun, like Heidi suggested, and having them choose a color or having them choose a certain type of, you know, all the animals. You go and find all the animals and let's count them or something yeah. count yeah. as you're going having a, a little clean up tidy up song before it's time to tidy up so that they're eased into that transition yeah yeah is make also... it a little bit competitive you don't want to make it so competitive that that outweighs the whole benefit of cleaning up but it's like let's let's see how many animals you can pick up by the time mommy's finished sweeping the floor and mm -hmm. then you, you have them counting out loud oh one to oh don't forget you have to get three and four now don't get back there don't forget three and four that's awesome yep great way to motivate them you can even mm -hmm. play a little song as they're doing it and encourage them to tidy everything up by the time the song is over yeah that's a strategy a lot of kindergarten teachers use right they're like okay it's time to tidy up i'm putting the cleanup song on and then as it's getting to the last verse they're like oh, okay we're almost finished the song and then the kids just kick it into high gear they're like oh my goodness we gotta go now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so true and it is it definitely is a little bit easier as they get a little bit older and we have that communication um but tidying up is something that we can start really from quite a young age though as well right like our nine ten month olds we can we can start that process yeah you start yeah. it by modeling it yourself so oh it's time to tidy up now mommy's going to take these balls and put them into the container and then you pass them one of the balls but for that age you're going to bring the container right up to them yes. they have the ball in their hand you give them the ball and then they just kind of naturally will toss the ball into the container um, and then yay you you put the ball away great job or whatever yeah. right motivating them from there and then mm -hmm. um, at around probably I'd say 15 to 18 months most children can start to understand okay look there's a there's a cow right there on the ground please pick up the cow it's time to tidy up right so pick up the mm -hmm. cow and put it in the bin and then you kind of have them do a little bit more for themselves but it's very small you're not telling them to clean up a whole bin of animals it's just you know you start with one here's the cow okay now put the find the pig where's the pig let's put this away if they need a little guidance you push the pig a little bit closer to them so that they can see or you have them tidy up one item or two items or three items and you count with them but you don't want to make it too overwhel overwhelming for them by having them tidy up this whole bin of things mm -hmm. at that age. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes too, when they're, when they're just starting that 15, 16, 18 months into there with a little bit more of that independence, sometimes they'll be like, nope, 
No, especially if they've just started to learn that word, even into two. I mean, they're going to say no to you guys all the time, but say, say, say no to us all the time. But um, <laughs> around that when they first start, right? No, no. So you can do hand over hand. Here we go. We're going to do it together, right? So you're including them. You're still encouraging them to tidy up. Um, but we're not getting into this power struggle of like, you can't go anywhere until you clean up. And they're like 14, 15, 17, 18 months old saying, I'm not doing it. Nope. Um, yeah. and just kind of putting their hands up. And what Pam means by hand over hand is you take their hands and you <laughs> scoop their hands with yours. So you're kind of doing a lot of the work, but their hands are still very much involved in the process, right? So for yes. them, it's like, oh, well, I had to do it anyway. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you're going to do this, I would rather just do it myself. Yes. And oftentimes, if you even give them that choice when they get a little bit older and they understand, would you like to do it yourself or would you like me to help you? Yes. You know, oftentimes, once they figure out what it means for you to help them and that it means that hand over hand, they're going to have to do it anyways, mm -hmm. they will often choose to do it themselves after. Yeah, fully agree. Sometimes I still have to do this with my four-year-old. You know, <laughs> yeah. we are, it's time to clean up right now. Would you like to do it yourself or would you like me to help you? But either way, we are cleaning this up. And so he's like, yes. oh, well, that's no fun, is it? And then he ends up just cleaning the things up, right? Yeah. And with our little guys, like the, the you know, the 18 to three years old, um, consistency is key. It's, it's so, 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 so important that, you know, it, it becomes part of the routine. We play and then we tidy up. If we have... 30 minutes to be able to play before dinner time, then it's 25 minutes play and five minutes of tidying up. We try to help them kind of break that time up so that we're including that in there. So the more we do it, the more it becomes part of our pattern, part of our routine, part of that consistent every day. It's an expectation. And also giving them a heads up. So we talk about this yes. so yes. many times throughout a lot of our podcasts when we're talking about toddlers, preschoolers, children of all Even ages. Even school, yeah, like school yeah, age. My absolutely. guys too, I still need to give them that time of like, okay, guys, you have 10 more minutes. I'm coming down. We're you know, going to clean kind up. Of stuff. Yeah. Right. I exactly. have to do it with my teenager. Like, oh, I do it in my own Can you have all the dishwasher? Brain. I'm in the middle of a, a movie, mom. I'm like, uh, yeah, good point. Um, after the movie, you can do the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. And I mean, we do that with ourselves as well. If we're sitting yeah, and yeah. We're, we're really, you know, into something that we're doing, then we're not just going to probably get up and, and go and do the dishwasher at that second, right? We're going to tell yeah. ourselves, okay, when this episode is over, mm -hmm. I'm going to go yeah. downstairs and I'm going to do the dishwasher, then I'll come back upstairs, right? So yeah. it, it, that can help alleviate a lot of the meltdowns as well yes because you are giving them that heads up they are very interested in what they're playing with they're into it so if we just go and say okay time to clean up now they're just like what no i was playing with this so yeah. two more minutes and we're going to clean up yeah remember when there used to be commercials and you say okay i'm just going to go unload the dishwasher until it comes back on let me know what comes back yeah. on yeah <laughs> it's coming back on <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When there used to be commercials, I love that. Yeah, I know. Yes. I, know. I thought it was be. funny when you said, you know, at the end of the episode. Yeah. For me, it's like, okay, at the end of this season. <laughs> okay, one more season and then I'm going to bed. 
yeah, that's what it feels like sometimes. <laughs> so let's um, talk about our older children and cleaning up. Yes, yes, because okay. I was just going to say this, like the my like we said, the older kids really do benefit from um that warning and then alexa's a little bit so alexa's my second and she has a hard time like keeping track of stuff in her mind so for her uh um a checklist is a great great tool for her so she's cleaning her room okay like i'm in there and i say okay so you need to pick up the clothes off the floor you need to tidy up your dresser you need to wipe down your windows you've lost me (laughs) yeah um yes so we write it down with a little and she likes the squares like I draw my little squares so that she can check it off as she gets it done right so So for her that is a really good way um to get her kind of on task and doing what she has to get done both of mine love checklists Checklists. when whenever we have our chore days I write their chores down and I put a, a big um box so that they can each check off and they each get their own little list and they go off they do their things my son can't read and I'm not really great at drawing so for him he'll come back and say okay mom what does this one say and then I'll (laughs) tell him what it says and then he goes off he does it and checks it off um when he's done so yeah checklists are absolutely huge when you're asking them to do a few different things yeah we checklist in our own minds as well right yeah oh i need written checklists if i don't have a written checklist and if it's not in my calendar (laughs) i I have completely forgotten about it no 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 um and with ireland who is 14 what works really well for me especially now during this quarantine is i give her time by 10 a.m i want the dishwasher finished by noon you have to be out with a dog yeah. So I don't care what you do in there, but those the, that's my stipulation. By 10, dishwasher has to be done. By noon, the dog has to be out for a walk. I so, use that with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't I don't care when this. you do this, but it needs to be done by 3 p.m. Put <laughs> so it into your day wherever it's going to fit, but it needs to get done. Thank you. So funny. Yeah. It gives them it gives them that control though, right? For children, I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it, gives them, it gives them that control, right? So they still feel like they're in control of yeah. what they do. Yes. And it also gives them the it gives them that idea of how to structure their day in their own yes. minds or written down whatever they do. Okay, I can do this first and then I could do this, right? So it really helps with as they get older to structure their day and when they're going to do what Mm -hmm. task. Mm -hmm. And in all honesty, like I can't spend the whole morning. Kate, when are you getting the dishwasher done? Come on. Cause they don't like come when you call them. They're not like, they're not my obedient dog who actually listens the first time I say something, you know? So it's always like, okay, Island, come on up. Let's get the dishwasher done. So I'm spending most of my time just trying to get her up here and going. So now when I just said it has to be done by 10 a.m., Every morning it's done by 10 a.m. Done. Yeah. Right? Now, what so happens, I, what happens if she doesn't do it by 10 a.m.? Well, in my house, if you don't do what you've been asked, what you've been assigned, you now get an additional chore. Yeah. So, so. That's pretty, that's, that's a motivating factor, isn't it? Well, for most children, Oscar's like, 
what's the extra chore? Hmm, what's this going to put me back? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. You still have to do this one chore too. He's like, okay, but I'm just trying to see what else is out there. Um, A neck so, yeah. rub for mommy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So funny. Yeah. So even if they're like, well, I don't care. I'm good. I don't mind doing that. And we're like, bonus. Yeah. Neck yeah. Rub. <laughs> yeah. Bonus for yeah. you. Anything. So, so yeah, it just, it takes away a lot of off of my shoulders when they have that expectation. My guys now know at four o'clock because they get electronics at four 30. So at four o'clock, everything has to stop and they have to tidy up what they're doing because then it's going to start bleeding into their electronics between 4 and 4.30, then you don't get that time at 4.30 for your electronics. And Oscar is very much motivated by time. So he is, he, Oscar doesn't listen to very much that I have to, to, to him. He's, he's definitely the fourth, but that motivation for him with that time stuff is like on key for him. So that helps. It's an extra four of them get together and then they tidy up my main floor. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And I did want to say that even at an older age, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds, it's pretty common that you might need to go into the room. So don't expect that you're just going to say, yes. okay, go clean up the playroom or go clean up their bedroom or something, especially if it is a bigger mess. Expect that you might need to go in there and it is okay to go in there and kind of delegate just a little bit. Yeah, you want to give them. them a little bit of, you want to start to give them a little bit of that freedom as they get older and a little bit more that they are choosing on their own and they're, they're deciding what gets tidied up and all that. But you know, it's okay for you to go in there and say, all right, look at everything that's on the floor right now. Do you see all of your doll clothes? I would like you to go and pick up all of your doll clothes, right? So my children need this when the playroom gets a little bit messy. Yes, you know? when it's too because, much. Yeah, when it's just too much, they, and, and they're able, my daughter's able to vocalize that right now. You know, at eight years old, finally, she's able to vocalize, but there's, there's too much. I don't know what to clean up, right? Mm -hmm. So that's when, A, I have to look at, have, have, little baby items somehow come up from upstairs one by one by one and yeah. now we're overwhelmed with too much stuff so that's when we might sit down and go through all the doll clothes that she has you know been bringing up from downstairs in the storage space um and then we bring some back down because you're overwhelmed with the amount of things that you have in here we don't really need these things let's bring them back downstairs right yeah. but also it's okay that i go in and say okay i need you to go and pick up all the doll clothes and yeah. you know sometimes i'll say look at all the things that are in here what do you think you can clean up what is yours on the floor and then she'll say my my doll clothes okay then you go pick up all your doll clothes right so she's having some input in what is on the floor, what mess she has made. She's just having a little bit of guidance of me telling her I'm not doing it for her. I might help her with a few of the items. I am not doing it for her. I am guiding her through it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's exactly, those are those steps to learning, right? So that you can say, okay, go into your room and tidy it up now. Um, and that's what I can do with my older girls now. Okay, go into your room, tidy up. They can have, they know what that is. Um, Oscar's very much like that. He still really likes knowing, okay, what can I do? Okay, you pick up all the books. Okay, so, and then exactly that. Next step, okay, what can you do? You look around, buddy, and tell me what you can do. Um, my mom, when we were growing up, had this great way. I think now as a parent, it was probably the best way of snooping but she would go in and take everything oh, the stories I'm sure my mother could tell so she would take everything that was in my room and put it in a giant pile in the middle of the room and then I would come home oh my goodness yeah I would come home like at the end of the school day or whatever and come into my room and be like oh, I'm so glad that day's done I'd be like mom because she I just have this giant pile of like clean clothes, dirty clothes, book <laughs> reports, like half a bottle of water. Like it didn't matter. Everything went into this pile. Um, I'm stubborn and didn't learn from that. And then she started actually taking it and putting it in garbage bags. And then I was only allowed one uh. garbage bag at a time. And I had to go through everything. Everything had to be put away before I got another garbage bag. Um, <laughs> but when my mom comes here, she that's how she helps the kids with their room. She'll take the broom and sweeps under the bed and gets behind the dressers and pulls everything out and creates this big pile. And that to make it into a big pile and yet oscar is all about can you put it in a pile like nana i, I like it in a pile and then then anytime i come in afterwards i'm like okay well what about this stuff and what about this so in a pile he's like i'll get rid of my pile and then you can't come in and tell me what else i have to do so for him he likes yeah yeah he's yeah He's going to be a fun guy. Uh, he <laughs> likes that pile to be able to, and then we guide him through. Okay, go through, get all the books, get all the toys, whatever. And then they can, and he's great to do it that way. But we all have our own way. You'll find your way with your little ones. But even if they're resisting, you still want to encourage it because you, you want your children to be participating in cleaning up the house and being able to tidy up. Um, my whole goal in life is like, I did that dishwasher two, three times a day for 14 years. My goal now for the next 14 years is not to have to do the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two that can do it. One empties, one loads. We do that. And then I've got two more that are starting to empty. So we're working on it, but, but yeah, yeah. starting young, getting them involved, um, tidying up, cleaning up their own space. It's going to just help you on your parenting journey for sure. Yeah, and then sometimes even as they get older, like around eight, nine, ten, and older, asking them, like, what do you prefer? Do you prefer loading the dishwasher or unloading the dishwasher? Because I don't have a problem doing half the work, too. Like, I, I also yeah. live in this house. And so I asked uh, my daughter, uh, like, maybe, I don't know, two years ago, when she was probably 14, and I said, what do you like better? She's like, oh, I like unloading it way better. And I'm like, perfect, because I hate unloading it. I love loading it. <laughs> Gross. I hate loading it. Well, you know, when you're unloading it, like everything was piled in there last minute. Oh, can yes. we get this last thing for it? So it's all like the water mumbled on the and top jumbled. Me. Yeah, but to load it, it's like I pull out the empty drawer and I just load it all up nice and neat. So that works for us. I always say to her, um, once you unload the dishwasher, I'm going to load it. So can you get on that right now, please? Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just pause your movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I need, I made it a race though. Even that with Alexa, like the dishwasher, she was like, it's going to take me like 12 minutes. And I'm like, 
Dude, and it's going to take you, I swear to goodness, it's going to take you three to four minutes. I was like, I'm going to put a timer on for five minutes and I bet you you can get it done. And she did. So I was like, come on, motivate, let's go. The stalling techniques that my children use, and this is like when they were older, I would say like 10 and up. They, I, they would say something like, oh, I, I have to go put a shirt on first because, you know, my son would walk around without a shirt. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I just, I was just, I was about to go for a shower, mom. I'm like, well, okay, fine. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I was actually cleaning my room first. I'm like, well, okay, fine. So I now, know. you know, I've gotten smart over the last six years. I asked them before I ask them to do anything. If I'm really clear minded and well rested and hydrated, I say to them, uh, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm just watching this show. Oh, is it really important? Do you feel like you need to put a shirt on or go for a shower? <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm good. Why? I'm like, okay, great. Can you vacuum the house? Uh, okay. <laughs> it's so oh, funny, but God. true. So funny. So funny. Yeah. Okay, okay well, so, I, is that, yeah, good. Yeah, that's pretty good. The The main things are that you want to start them young if you can. Yes. If you're listening to this and your child is older and you haven't started, that's totally fine. You can absolutely still do it. Consistency, heads up for them before you're getting them to tidy up because they're yep. into their activity and that's going to create more meltdowns. Minimize their items so that there aren't too many things. If you have to rotate their toys, go for it. Another really great thing to do as well is, you know, teaching them that going through their toys and giving them to children who, you know, could use them or to someone else that could use them. Yeah. Um, that's another thing that you can do. But the point is you don't want to have too many toys so that it creates more overwhelm for them. Yeah. And then starting at nine months, it's just very little. And then as they get older, you add more tasks to their cleaning up abilities the hand over hand if they're refusing to do it <laughs> if you would like to do it yourself you you know would you like to do it yourself or would you like to, you me to help do you this the easy way or you want to do it my way <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yep. pretty much but it's giving them the choice they're feeling a little bit in control of the situation yeah. and they're still getting it done Either oscar, way, would be, whether... oscar would say well what's uh, your way <laughs> well uh, and oscar with hand over hand he would he would flex his hand oh, all yeah. the way back oh. and so Hello. it's actually like i would have to pick it up like between like at his yep. wrists because he would he would flex his hands all the way back oh that's Little my dre baker. that's yeah. my dre for sure the hand yeah. over hand no, was sorry. like yeah as much resistance as he possibly could and Drop then sometimes on the ground sometimes he was laughing throughout that process and you know what that's fine that was something i just didn't pay any mind to you're laughing yeah. about it that's okay yeah. we're still doing this right now and that's the point that i am that i yeah. am making here is that they are still doing it so regardless of whether they're flexing their hands but that's a really good point because you will come across all sorts of things like that when you are doing the hand over hand yeah, yeah and let us know what challenges or speed bumps that you're running into because we can offer you a solution or a suggestion to try just to tweak it just a little bit so that it works a little smoother for you 
Yes, absolutely. Um, if you guys are not a part of our Restful Parenting Facebook group, be sure to check that out, All Things Sleep and Parenting. If you are listening to this, anywhere you are listening to this, we would love it if you could subscribe. That would be super awesome. Then you'd be up to date. Uh, we have lots of plans for upcoming uh, quarantine episodes. So definitely want to be on top of that to get that notification right away. And of course, if you need help with sleep or parenting, Elisa and I are here to help help restfulparenting.com. Thanks everybody.